What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmstead, and this week I am joined by Anthony Dort. How's it going? Tyler Hadley. And you can't see him, but you can hear him. His power's out. It's very stormy here in Western Massachusetts. Hopefully we don't lose connection or drop the stream entirely. Kenny Castro. Hey guys. <laughs> no, I, was, I was like, like he's already gone. He's <laughs> <laughs> so here, he, gone. Winds are blowing, trees are falling, and rain is dropping. But we are still here podcasting here for you. This is a weekly video game podcast where we get together and talk about you guessed it video games. We're doing things a little bit differently this week. We've got some nice overlays made by our wonderful producer, Tyler. We are ditching, cruising for a news and see how this goes for a while, where we have a weekly fun topic that we discuss and uh, keep things a little bit more engaging with for you. This week, we're starting off with a tier list of the best anime games of all time. Anthony, I think he's excited to move back on memory lane, talk about everything from PS1 all the way through PS4 anime games, coming up with a top five and a bottom of the barrel three. So mm -hmm. that's going to be a lot of fun coming up after our What We've Been Playing talk. But before we get into that, let's do a little catch up. How people been doing? What's going on out there? It's good. Not, not a whole lot hot. new. Yeah, it's been well, warm. Uh, Wiley, me and you went uh, paddling over the weekend. That was a lot of fun. Yep. Nice yep. spot up in Belchertown. It has been really hot. It's been... Uh, Kind of nice today with the little bit of a breeze and the rain out there. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, what'd you think of the the river? It was really nice. Yeah, it was, um, like I said, when we were out there, it was like the perfect length of a kayak trip. Just, I don't know if it was a couple miles or, or what exactly, but, you know, not too many people out there. It was great being able to be on a solo kayak. I didn't have to deal with the tandem one. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's good times. So thanks for the recommendation. I'll have to do it again sometime soon. Yeah, for sure. I got tons of spots. Cool. What about you, Anthony? How's things back at your gerb? They're good. They're uh, it's very hot. The whole AC was broken. I think I mentioned last week, all last week until Friday. So it got fixed on Friday, which was nice. Thank um, Jesus. Yeah, it's been good. It's been different. It's very odd. Been trying to figure out what things are going on and with. The COVID and everything, people are still kind of, you know, getting back to work, putting routines in. So it's been good. It's just kind of a little more. Uh, it's it's just harder to, I guess, stay on track. I feel like I'm more apt than usual to kind of get off the rails of what I'm working on or just get distracted uh, for a while. But today was good. I had a good solid streak, and now I'm talk about video games. It's a good Tuesday. Nice. That's the way we like it on Tuesdays. Work Good. and then video game talk. Hell yeah. And then maybe yeah. video games later. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. Hey, um, um, what about you, Kenny? Is everything okay out there? Is uh, you still sitting by candlelight? Um, I moved my, myself to the one of the windows in the basement uh, just to hopefully get a little more stabler connection for the podcast. Okay, uh, nice. So... Still in the struggle with without the electricity over here. This is not fun. Are you just yeah. in a, the dark little basement? Yes. We got we got two candles lit. 
because unfortunately we don't know where any of the flashlights are. It just sounds romantic, though. I'm jealous. <laughs> it's a bummer. I, I don't. If the power went out for for me, I would definitely know where a flashlight is either. So, hope it comes on soon. And you're not dealing with, I don't know, unmitigated ammo for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. What about the kids? Are the kids freaking out? Um, Jade's the only one here. She's chilling on the laptop because I got my work phone's hotspot rolling. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Everyone gather around the hotspot. Alright, so in some video games, I've been playing some Ghost of Tsushima. Tyler talked all about that last week. He missed a show for forever last week. He ran right through that thing but uh, I'm and well into act through now and it's been I mean I will say it's a little repetitive at this point because I am trying to do a lot of the complete stuff but most of it I'm really enjoying uh, my favorite part of the are the mythic goals. I don't know about you Tyler but Mm-hmm. Yeah, those ones are really cool, especially because yeah, like right, right, right as you start them, it's kind of like a whole like uh, illustration about like what the story is and like where the technique or weapon or armor or whatever came from. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that is really cool, and I also think that's neat because Sly Cooper on PS2 and Infamous on PS3 and PS4 also have those style of comic book illustrations and I, I wonder if that's something that Sucker Punch internally has just they've got a few artists that that's like their specialty but it's it's cool to see that through line through the three franchises oh yeah I'm sure um, so those are neat uh, th those mythic tales getting the armor or the having a great duel it really is is sets it above the the typical side quests for me uh the the character quests I'm, I'm completing them for the most part which i said were sort of like uh friendship paths and persona where you're just like you got nine missions for this character and you really get to have a relationship as the story progresses in each of them and pretty affecting uh later on they're, they're, the story goes from pretty dark places um and Overall, I think it's a, an excellent way to end the, the PS4's life cycle. So I, I still mm -hmm. got several hours left at least. So that's Ghost of Tsushima update for me. Um, Tyler Sorry. and Kenny are the ones that have played the more recent releases, uh, one of them being Grounded, which I know you guys did a stream up on our channel the other night, right? We did. And how did that go? Tell me all about Grounded, the new Xbox Game Pass joint from Obsidian. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, think of it kind of as like a, I don't know, like an arc survival meets like a, I don't, I don't really want to say Minecraft, but I mean, you're, you're building bases and like doing all these types of like crafting things and you're collecting materials and uh it's got a really cool uh aspect to it called it's where you analyze new items that you pick up so at the very beginning you're only picking up like stones and sap and uh other like little grassy things 
uh, but you bring them to like this research station and you analyze it and then it unlocks new it's 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 intense what's that i'm just hearing like it sounds like thunder rumbling right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe maybe kenny okay uh so it's like a survival game with some minecraft elements and is it got any sort of story in it at all um well right now it's in a early access um it does have like a few like quests like storylines that you can do and follow um it probably only lasts like an hour and a half to actually complete all those storyline story quests um because they are going to be adding more to the game in the future um it's okay. it's nowhere near done right now um but I, th I think they just wanted to like get it out there and let people explore the world and like experience like what it can be um and i think that was probably a good idea because uh i had a lot of fun with it and some of the bugs are like cool you can kill the bugs and make different armors and stuff like that some of them are really scary and the first my, my first first 30 minutes i got killed by a wolf spider Went down a, Those are a, a dark den with my torch, and then the spider chased me out and killed me. So you playing as bugs? Like, what's the whole? What's the premise of this game? I'm kind of in the dark about it. You're like a honey. I shrunk the kids. Premise. You're, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You're I just like all that. of a sudden. I remember that part. And I, I don't know. I wonder if like in the full game they'll kind of like preface like how you got shrunk, but the way that this game starts. Uh, or just throws you in as to like oh you're a tiny person and you can pick at uh, one of four different like children characters um and they all have different teens they're teens oh uh, whatever <laughs> but there's they, no kitties they all have uh different like d little quirky dialogues that like to, when you do certain actions they'll like say something to each other or whatnot so it sounds like it's got a nice sense of humor and a little bit of a quirky personality to it like you'd accept, expect from like maybe a, a light-hearted obsidian game like you know the outer worlds minus the blood and guts and uh labor law satire mm -hmm. uh so kenny what do you think of it you're the only one that played with tyler was it as enjoyable to you as to him um yes uh, i definitely agree i had a lot of fun you know at a couple points in time i'm a little more reckless so uh we bumped into this nest there was at one point in time we bumped into this nest of larvae or whatever it was that just overran us it was like at least 15 or 20 of them right tyler oh yeah definitely oh yeah oh yeah it was like it was, it was behind like some a bunch of rocks too um so you could like break these rocks open and then all of a sudden it's like a nest of like these creepy looking larva things yeah you know we weren't gonna attack them, but you guys know how i am so of course i hit them with my spike with my spear and in death ensued. I was the first, I was the only one that died the first time around. Then we returned to attack again. And I'm pretty sure they killed all of us at that point, right, Tyler? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that that thing was intense. Like we bumped into a couple couple different different insects that were one was throwing was spitting like almost acid at us while we were fighting it. It, so it was fun. Yeah. It was fun, um, you know, trying to craft these different weapons and trying to come up with strategies to take on these insects that are a hundred times bigger than us. You know, sometimes they're just ten times bigger than us, and even just have more health than our puny little human body. That's um, how I feel every day when I go outside. I'm like, man, is it is today a day I'm gonna get hit by a bus or crushed by a bug? 
It's spooky out there. Even so when you're this, not little. Are the weapons that you're using ranged, or are they melee, or is it a mixture of both? Uh, it's, it's definitely mixture a mixture of both. Of both. Um, you can craft ranged weapons, uh, but it, it takes a little while to get there. So you definitely start off with melee weapons. Um, like a spear is the first thing that you craft, but you can also That's make big ladybug. Uh, axes and, and stuff like that. And you could throw these weapons too. Like, so at one point in time, I I was just throwing it at the bug from afar. And then whenever he ran away from wherever my spears landed after hitting them, I would pick them up again and then right back to throwing it again. So, you know, you could get right into them and attack them with it, or you could chip off a little bit of damage by throwing it. Okay, well, it sounds like it's a solid foundation, and it's got a pretty positive word of mouth from its uh, Steam reviews and just in general on Reddit and other Xbox places that I've been looking. So glad to hear that. It's a nice uh, change of pace from what we usually get from, I don't know. It's not, I would I call this game AAA. Doesn't really matter. No, no it's a, I'd say it's a double A. It's a double A. That's the most universal. So cool. We'll probably be playing some more of that uh, at some point and give folks an update. And if you want to play with us, let us know in the comments below or hop on our Discord. All right. So the next game that is relevant to our interests that we played this week that I want to hear about is Rogue Company. And this is something that Tyler and Kenny just played last night, doing the legwork for the show. It's a third-person 4v4 um, would you call it a tactical hero shooter? Uh, yeah, I, I would consider it that for sure. Um, yeah, so it, currently the game being in early access, it only has two different game modes, uh, depending on what version of the game you purchase, because they have different uh, tiers that will unlock more heroes and skins and stuff that you can use. Um, so the two game modes being one is like a it's like it's called demolition it's like a search and destroy type game mode where you're trying to plant a bomb or take out the other team everyone only has one life per round uh first team to like seven wins seven wins wins that's just like trials of osiris <laughs> uh and then the other mode is like a it's like a domination like capture the flag type mode um which i found kind of to end up being more like a team deathmatch because people are just kind of trying to kill each other rather than capture the points most of the time. Gotcha. And by that, you mean sort of a domination type thing is where like the more zones you hold, the more your kills count for points. Yeah, it's actually not like that. It's actually more of a, I don't know. What was it like, Kenny? Do you have to capture the point and then you won the round or you, you need to, I think you need to capture the point yeah. and then hold it for a certain amount of time. You would hack the area or end the point, and then as long as you held it for a certain period of time, you won the round. But most of the time, it's so it's such a hectic game that to really win it like that, you really have to be the best team out there, or the other team must just suck because it's pretty easy to kind of down people and then go in there and, and disrupt it and start hacking it back and you know, getting the counter going all over again. So it's it's must be much easier just to kill the other team to win. Hmm. Okay, I'm just looking at the footage that Tyler's throwing up. This is looking pretty fun. It's also very small in my 
you know, minimized in my monitor, so I'm not getting the greatest look at it. So it's getting some teabag action now. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, that guy's just going ham on the teabag, huh? Yeah, so so it's actually it's also kind of like a Counter Strike, where at the beginning of the the round, you you purchase the weapons and uh, perks and things that you want. So each character comes equipped with two different primary weapons that they can purchase, um, two different uh, grenades that they can purchase, as well as uh, two different sidearms, and then like six different perks that they can purchase throughout uh, the match. Um, and so as you, you get kills and win rounds and stuff like that, you get more money to be able to spend on those things. Mm. And then like your your primary and everything can be upgraded too, uh, except for the perks. Uh, so if you want your gun to do a little bit more damage or uh, have less recoil and what, stuff like that, you can spend money to upgrade a gun or you can spend money to get a new thing. And is this per round or is these permanent upgrades? Uh, they're permanent upgrades once you purchase them. Um, for the for the capture the flag type thing that I was game mode that I was talking about, I believe you. It's like first to four or five, and every round you purchase new gear. Whereas the the demolition game modes though, um, it switches. So you're there's an attacking side and a defending side. You, uh -huh. you buy the gear at the beginning. Right, right, Kenny, is that how it went? You buy the gear for like the first like six rounds. Six, six rounds, and when it switched sides, you would um have to start all over buying. Yep. Okay. Well, another early access game that sounds pretty promising. Um, and I'm reading here that it's developed by First Watch Games. That is a brand new studio made up of former senior developers from Blizzard. Daybreak Games, EA, Vicarious Visions, and High Res Studios. So, some good pedigree there. New uh, studio also on everything, it seems like. Uh, this was featured briefly um, at the Nintendo Switch Mini Direct a couple of weeks ago. So, it's available there as well as Xbox, PS4, and PC. So, check it out if it sounds like something you're, you'd be into. Um, so let's see here, Anthony. You got the new fairy tale game, and don't spend yeah. too much time on it because we're gonna we got a whole second half of the shows all anime. So oh yeah, all anime all the time. Uh, it's not. I don't think it's it's an anime game. I mean, I was kind of expecting a little more. I, I like the trailers we saw from it at first when it was first announced. I think it was what E three was it E three or there was a, some big like game conference thing where it was announced. Like I'm not sure. Half a year ago, I remember seeing. Yeah, ago. We, were, oh, okay. we were stoked when we first saw footage of it because I was watching it at the time, and yeah, it was this. It looked pretty good. So, what, what's the genre and what system is it on? It's uh, an RPG, so it's turn-based RPG battle system um, with the overworld. You walk around as you know, pretty much whoever you want, kind of from fairy tale, and you're limited at first. Like you start off with your main character, and then be, like the main character Natsu or and Lucy, I guess, because you have them both in your party at the time, and I was. It kind of threw me for a loop at first when you start up the game because you start not at the very beginning. So that was going to be like, oh, the series is over. It's they've had enough time. Maybe it's a game about the whole, you know, the whole story of fairy tale. No, they, they throw you in like it's actually farther than I've seen. I've only seen not probably not even half of it where uh, it chucks you in in the game story after the time skip because there's a big time skip that happens, I guess, kind of like halfway through or like almost towards the end. So really? 
Yeah, it, it throws you in right there. And I'm like, oh, I guess it makes sense for a gameplay perspective because you're basically starting out brand new. Like the whole point is like you've been gone for seven years. Like the guild of fairy tales been like forgotten because you've been like away for seven years because of some big accident that happens or it was like a big dragon attack. And you're like, oh, man, we're going to die. We're on this island. It's going to blow up. And then uh, through some magical happenstance, you get saved. But you pull a uh, link from Ocarina of Time and get locked away for seven years and you come out fine. But then you come home. Wow, with- I got to start watching Fairy Tale again. I've only seen the first fifty episodes, the ones that are on uh, Hulu. Yeah, that's what I did too for the longest time. Was I only saw up to what was on Netflix when it was available. And Maybe then it's I was like, Netflix. Ooh. Yeah, uh, but they have it on Hulu, Crunchyroll. Um, I think Crunchyroll has it in its entirety. But yeah, it was it was a little off-putting there at first because I was like, okay, it's going through the tutorial, and I thought it was one of those things where. Uh, it's kind of a classic trope in mobile games where it starts you out like, oh, I like end game content like really quick for the first like five minutes and then throws you back to the beginning as kind mm-hmm. of like a precursor. So I thought that mm-hmm. was what was going to happen because you had a bunch of moves you start off with right away and you're fighting this like guy Hades who's part of the story. You're like, oh, I'm going to beat you up because you're being mean to all my friends and me and my friends work together to power teamwork. We're going to beat you up. And I mean, that's what ends up happening. But I was like, oh, I guess we're not going to go back. So it just kind of continues on from there. So I'm reading the reviews here and they're a little mixed, but it's not, um, it's a 72 on Metacritic on the PS4. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, is this something that you feel like you're going to give some more time to? So- oh, definitely. I definitely want to give it some more time. I'm only, I'm maybe a handful of hours in so far, maybe like five, six hours in, not even. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, it just, it's got a really slow start. You kind of start out, you know, building up your friends, so to speak, the first friend you make um, is Wendy, the little, like, I don't know if she's, I don't even know if she can technically consider it a lolly. I'm not sure how old she is. She's a younger girl. She's another uh, dragon slayer, like the main character Natsu is, but she's like the wind element. Mm-hmm. So you start off uh, with that party of three. And as you progress, uh, you go and do missions, all like, kind of like Monster Hunter style, except it's not multiplayer, it's just single player. You take requests from a request board all in. Uh, just to progress to get the guild's drank pretty much back up to what it used to be. So you start off, and I've just been in the kind of loop of taking requests, finishing them, getting certain characters in my party, like recruiting characters that are guests that come with you when you take missions. And right now they want to go to some training camp, so I'm trying to build my... I have to hit my guild rank up to a certain point before we can do that. So it's kind of very slow. It's very grindy. Hmm. Um the movement's okay. pretty clunky. There's a run button. Like when you're out in the overworld, you can run. You can jump, which I was surprised at. Like not many games like that would offer you the ability to jump. You can break certain objects, but only in like battle areas. So you can break certain objects in, like, uh, say instead of the town, you go to like the woods. Like I think that's where the gameplay is happening right now. If you can see it on stream, you go to like the first area is like a woods area, and you walk around it. And what really, really threw me off at first, where I was like, ooh, it. it this can't really be a good sign is that when you're walking around you can hit enemies to get like an advantage in some rpgs you can do that like paper mario for example you know you make the first hit dragon you get quest. An advantage yeah dragon quest you get that advantage or they take a little damage i don't really see you don't really get an advantage when you hit the enemy plus you can it feels like you're so far away and the enemy is so far away from you but you could hit the y button i'm playing on the switch you hit y to like do a uh, like preemptive attack and sometimes it'll hit, and other times you can't really gauge your depth of field with like how far away you are from the enemy on the field. So sometimes you can just sneak up on you. And most of the time, in my experience, when I've tried to get a first hit, like it'll show that I've hit the enemy before we get into the encounter, and they'll still end up doing the first hit on me. Okay, so it's got a little bit of jank, sounds like. Yeah. Uh, 
but I think the look of it is pretty decent. Um, I like how and... every time you select a command, they like strike up a pose. Yep, yeah, it's pretty cool. And you can tell it has the whole rock, paper, scissors, like Pokemon element. Like, this is all the elements. This is what characters are weak to. This is what characters are strong against. Or, like, you can check on the enemies in the field. Like, oh, this enemy's weak to this element. And it's like, oh, I have Gray in my party. He's specialized in the ice element. I can beat up this guy. It'll do more damage. And I do like how instead of just, like, a row and a row, kind of like how, you know, Final Fantasy is, uh, the enemies are on, like, a grid, so to speak. They're on, like, a 3x3, 6x6 grid. It's a... like basically just squares it's like six squares and then certain attacks have the ability to move enemies back like mm-hmm. in the grid or just move them around the grid so there is an element of strategy to it where you can use certain attacks to move enemies into particular spots on the grid where you can hit them with other characters attacks that say you know have a wider range or either are aimed diagonally horizontally or like in a little weird like half l shape or something nice so you i see you playing as natsu can you you say you can play as lucy as well Yep, you can switch. What is pretty cool is you can switch out like anybody that you want. They call it your avatar setting, so you can switch out any character in your party at one time to like field, so you can like run around as them. Okay. Um, and you can, depending on who you have recruited or who's your quote unquote friend, as they call it, uh, you can have them in your party at any time, depending on certain quests that require you to have certain characters in for that. Nice. Uh, well, let's see here. Other games. Not a whole lot. Um, Anthony, you, you put Pokemon Crystal in here, but... Oh, yeah. Just been playing think... that to play Pokemon Stadium, too. So I want to run through and beat that eventually. Like, the stadium mode. So me and my roommate are going to try to play through that, but I first got to get a solid team in the Game Boy Color version so we can plug that in, because you never want to use those mental Pokemon. They're just terrible. <laughs> right. No, no. You definitely want to avoid that. And I totally forgot there even was a Pokemon Stadium, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, cool oh, yeah. One. So oh, also yeah. on 64? Yep. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And had the cool little cart was like half gold, half silver. Oh, that Just rings pretty... a bell. Actually, let's see what we got. Oh, yes. Well, Spanjo Kazooie, stay there. So, other game that I've been playing besides. Ooh, you're watching on stream. It is. Half gold, half silver. Half gold, half silver cartridge. You won't lie. Um. Anime game I've been playing a little bit of is Kill a Kill If, which is the oh, yeah. 3D brawler uh, from Arc System Works developer, or I guess they published it, or I don't know, did they publish or develop it? I, I can't quite recall right now. I think they helped develop it, like they did the same kind of like it's got a lot of the aesthetic or the same style that you know Guilty Gear yeah, that they've worked on, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters mm-hmm. got that same kind of like very rigid like anime obviously anime style to it where it's like they don't really they're not fluent in their poses their their poses are really good and it looks like you're watching a cartoon or an animation but it's 3d right that's a very good way to put it it does have a stylish look to it that fits in line with its source material Uh, i know that trigger the animation studio behind it did supervise on this game it came out last year i played through the first half of the story i think i've heard the story mode is just a few hours long um playing as satsuki uh, who is sort of the antagonist in the show, who they make the protagonist of this game in a sort of neat way. They kind of shift the the story. It's sort of a, a what-if scenario from the, the excellent anime series that everybody should check out if you're into anime. But uh, I don't play a lot of games like this, so it's sort of novel to me in some ways. I know you've played a ton of them, you and Kenny. Um, 
as we'll oh, discuss yeah. discuss in a little bit. But like 3D fighters, to me, when I think of 3D fighter, I think Tekken. Mm-hmm. I don't. Right. I don't think these sort of over the shoulder arena brawlers kind of like you're in control of this. You have such a wider range of like vision from your enemy. And did you fight all those like the suits, the Goku uniform guys? Yeah, I did. Like the ones yep. that are just like floating around. You have to kill like 99 of them. The covers. Yeah, the covers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had the first covers one. Uh, did the first covers mission. Um, wasn't 99. It was only 30. There. Oh, okay. Maybe... Yeah. It was a lot. Like I remember playing through and being like, oh my god. But I think I put it down, and this is after putting it down for like maybe a month and coming back to it. It was very intense to pick right back up. And I've only been playing against the AI. I'm, I haven't hopped online or anything, but I've found that so far the strategy of just being very aggressive is, is almost always the way to go. Um, when you let up, you give them opportunities to kind of get you in a, a combo that can frustrating or, or just get you pinned against a wall. And it just is a little just bit- Just go to town on you. Yeah. So as long as you just stay up in their grill, so far I found that that's an effective strategy against the AI anyway. Story is like a little bit, like it, it was like 15 minutes after you start the story before you're actually playing and i thought that was a little bit excessive but yeah it's uh, very kind of daunting at first with that where it's like oh, okay when can i play the game so it's not like uh, the story that i had of it was we brought it to tyler's house and we all got really drunk at a party and then i was like can you let's go play kill a kill on the switch so we went upstairs <laughs> and we were sitting there for like maybe 25 minutes being like oh, okay when can we play the game Oh, is that all oh, right? <laughs> I think I remember hearing about that like way back when. Um, but I think it's going to be fun. I, I picked it up for eight ninety nine, which I think is the price that you can still get it for on PS4. Tyler, you can download it. Um, maybe we can hop on there and oh, kill, there like, kill some stuff. That's Tyler's going to be his new obsession. He's going to get super into the pro scene. The kill, a kill, a kill, a kill, a kill, a kill, pro scene. I wonder if this has got a pro scene, you know? I haven't heard anything about it, honestly. Like, I wish it did. It's It's got really good ideas, and it's very fast-paced. And the character, one, I just love the character design of the anime, but and it translates incredibly well to this, using Arc System works of style. Mm-hmm. I just don't think, it, it didn't really get a lot of hype. I think it was overshadowed by, there was something else that released, I think, at the same time. But I know it really didn't get a lot of fuss when it was first released, sadly. No, there's also I, a really small character roster. Like, well, I would think two of the characters that you can use are just like Satsuki and Ryuko, but just with like two swords instead of one, and that counts as like uh, that takes up two separate whole character slots. Oh yeah, its roster is about one, two, three, four. It's like eight, and then they had uh, Mako as a DLC fighter. Oh, they did! Wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a, a little bit of a bummer. Mm-hmm. But doesn't seem like it set the world on fire or anything. But if you're a fan of the show, you got eight bucks, nine bucks. I, I'd recommend snatching it while it's at that price because it made a strong enough impression where you know even I think playing through the three or four hour story mode will be worth the price of entry. Hell yeah! Did you play as any other characters, Wiley, or just uh, the one you played yeah. in the story mode? Yeah, I hopped in uh, to some verses and played. Um, some nudist beach. <laughs> nice. Oh, is that the other two guys in one? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's a, that's cool. Um, so, um, uh, Matoy, that's it, right? Matoy, Satsuki. Ryoko, yeah. Oh, Ryoko, yeah. Well, that's their last uh, name. It's the same thing. Right. So th- there's only three that I've tried so far. Mm. Um, all right, guys. I think it's time that we shift gears and move on to our topic of the week which is 
finding the five best anime games of all time. Finding Nemo. <laughs> According to According us. According to the Level With You crew, <laughs> a.k.a. Anthony and Kenny. Kenny, you still in there with us? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I just got my myself muted so you guys don't hear the storm in the background. Oh, cool. So your power is still out? Yes, sir. Dang. Alrighty. Nice the ambience of the storm. Well, what we've done here at Level With You is create a list of many of the games that are correspondents Anthony and Kenny have played over the years. Tyler's played a few. Tyler's mainly an anime watcher, not so much a player, but not True. Kenny and Anthony. They are very much so down with the officially licensed anime games that are very very varied in their degree of quality. Got a little mostly garbage. There. You don't have to sugarcoat. It's mostly garbage, but you have a couple good hidden gems here and there. Mainly, if you're a fan, pretty much I can recommend. It's like, oh, there's a, there's an anime I like, and there's also this video game for the anime. Should I buy the game? Are you a fan of the anime? Yeah, I mean, you could probably check the game out depending on the price. Are you not a fan? You probably don't buy it. Hell no. It's <laughs> <laughs> almost always the answer there. Yeah. Don't uh, <laughs> don't buy that One Piece game if you've never seen One Piece. Yeah. Um. Well then, let's see here. Should I just go down these list of games? They're not they're, they're not really in order. I'm just sort of thinking out loud. That is what I'm going to do. And we're gonna just mm. we're gonna decide whether or not they are a possible top five contender. If they are okay. not a possible top five contender, they will be banished from the main list. And to then the shadow realm. after we have decided on the top five, we will do a fun little bottom of the barrel, bottom three. Okay. That sounds good. So with the top five, so I'm I'm thinking uh, since we have the I, I just like kind of word vomited the list as we're making it up today at work. Um, but I was thinking maybe we go through we do the games the best and then the more so the worst after that because I got I'd love to say some of the some some things about these guys here. <laughs> okay. Well, so do you think that Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm series has a chance at the top five? Yes, yes, I think so. Okay, so you, Kenny, I think so. So, give me a little backstory about what Naruto Ninja Storm the series is, because it seems like it's been going on since like I thought 2009 was the original, and they just had the fourth one came out in 2016. Yep, yeah, they've had. Uh, it's been it's been going on. I think it was one of the PS3 like not launch titles, but I remember when I first got a PS3, that was one of the games I picked up for because I was like, "Oh, it's like I'm playing I'm playing the anime," and I really loved original Naruto. Not I don't I don't think I've seen it like a single episode of Shippuden, but I was all about original Naruto. But I know Kenny's our our Shippuden correspondents because he just watched through all of that. Yep, I binged through it a month ago. Hell yeah! It's the be the best stuff. All that good filler. But I mean, the first oh. one had a bunch of filler too. But uh, the first Ninja Storm covers pretty much all of the original Naruto, which was good. And I was super, super into that. And the way the gameplay, I thought, was really unique because it was a an arena brawler, kind of like Kill a Kill, uh, along the veins of those kind of games. Um, but you play through the single-player mode. It was kind of like an open-world action, like platforming RPG, where you could like walk around the town. As you progress through the story, you got um, different moves. You unlock different moves from Naruto or your characters you'd play as. Or you could collect little currency around the town. Then you get the whole like leaf village to explore, which was neat. Um, so you could 
you know, break barrels, get money to buy different things. Like you could buy support items you could use in battle. You could like unlock concept art. Everybody loves unlocking their concept art. Um, and it was just a neat, really like kind of really like very immersive. If you like Naruto, you're going to like, this was the game to get. Cause it looked amazing. It was like the fighter Z aesthetic before, if it wasn't done by arc system works. Cause there was one before that I wanted to put on there, but there's a lot, there's been so many Naruto different, like different Naruto games since naruto has been a thing um but there was a uh, rise of a ninja which came out i remember way back on the xbox 360 in like 2007 2008 and that was awesome i think that was done by like ubisoft montreal and that was a third person um like action adventure fighter where the overworld you could walk around and do the same thing i kind of just mentioned in the storm game but once you got into a battle it was more of like a street fighter or tekken kind of like you wasn't in an arena where you had to like free movement. You had to like stay, you know, everyone, both fighters on one plane. Okay. Anthony, I'm going to ask you to do something here and you may not be happy about it. Yes. I'm going to ask you to pick one Naruto ultimate Ninja storm game. Okay. I'm going to have to go with the first one. Cause the to first me, one. to me personally, it was the one I, the one I really liked the one I was most familiar with the series. So for me, I thought that was, and at the time, the boss battles are great. They are kind of sequenced fights with quick time events that are very um, close to the actual anime. Okay, They're Kenny, really cool, are you, good visuals. Kenny, are you okay with that choice, making it be the the first game in the series? It's tough because actually, I've I've been replaying the first game in the series. I really enjoy it, but I I think Anthony's picking it off of nostalgia, and I would have to go with four. Because yeah. not just the main game in four was great, but the DLC was amazing. The Boruto DLC to it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I, I think I, I definitely me, would have I to agree with argue Kenny. And okay. argue the back end of the Storm series. All right. Well, we had a challenge by Kenny, and Anthony accepted. So we're gonna make Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm is currently in the top five. Will it get knocked off? We shall see. All right, so next one, Dragon Ball Fighters or Dragon Ball Fighter Z, however you want to say it. What do we think about this game? And I can have some input here. Um, but Anthony, is this a top five game, anime yes. game? Yes. One, versatility. Everybody can kind of like, you don't have to, I mean, one, because of Dragon Ball's widespread, you know, everybody, everybody's heard of Dragon Ball at least in some form or another. Um, and it's a fighting game. It's accessible i mean you may not get super into it or be super versed in fighting games but the system that it has the one button combo so to speak um really helped you know i could see a lot of beginners getting into that easily and it's it just looks great yeah and i mean this has such high fights at evo rest in peace um and it's been fun to play myself i played through most of the story mode although i had to stop eventually because it just dragged on forever Oh yeah, but the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay just looked phenomenal, more like an anime than I think any other game had before, and it's got a great. Well, I don't know how great the community is, but it has a strong community. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, yeah, so Kenny, I think I, I I would be shocked if you didn't think it belonged on the top five. Yeah, yeah, it definitely it's definitely in the top five. I I think visually and aesthetically, it's amazing. Um, and it's a game that just anybody can jump in and enjoy and love. I know my son just got it for the Switch, and he Ooh. loves it. I got all the time playing it. I have it on the Xbox One, so you know 
we got two copies of it in the household. So that's what that that's just tell tell you what we think. Yes. Okay. So instead of just going straight down, Anthony, of best, mm-hmm. worst, middle, I think it, if it's okay, I'd like to jump around a bit because that way sure. you we're not just going from best to middle to worst. That way, mm-hmm. it's a little surprising if it's it's like leaves an element of surprise whether it's going to make the top five. That sounds good mm-hmm. to me. I like okay. that. Cool. I mean, should, should so we should we just about... should we just go ahead and start saying, is it better than Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Four? Just like um, just say that now that we've mentioned both of them. I, oh, yeah. I think we should save the ranking for once we have the the list of possible fives. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I don't know, but if we can do that, I was ready right now. I don't think I I wouldn't put fighters over Naruto and just on four. My personal you, opinion. I think it's, you you I put it above it. Deeper with the story and the content that it has. So I think that's why I would put it above fighters. Yeah, the the, the I, yeah. You would put that. Naruto okay, over. So just to over clarify, fighters. you're saying that Dragon Ball Fighters is better. No, I'm not putting it above it. No. <laughs> Dang. Oh, it was the opposite of that. Okay, sorry. I'm putting Ninja Storm Four above Fighters, um, because it's just just based on the content and how much it has, you know, and what it brings. And when you play that game, it's kind of when you you play those through the story, it's kind of like watching the anime. And, so, and it's some scenes they do justice and do better than the anime did. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I have to, because as, as an anime fan, you want to be, when you buy an anime game, you know, as somebody who watches the anime, you basically, the closest thing you want out of an anime game is to be playing the anime, right? So that's I, I I would agree with that because Fighter Z is a great game and it looks amazing. The aesthetic is awesome. The story is good. It does drag on a bit, but I would have to say there's more content in the Ultimate Ninja Storm games over Fighters as a video game. Also, this list is subjective. This is just our opinions. If you guys have different opinions, that's cool. That's great. Definitely let us know. If you could put them in the comments down below or let us know, that would be fantastic. So pretty much um, you're you're, yeah, you're putting Dora two over Fighter Z. For the sole purpose of the contents, not necessarily the gameplay. So because I, I think of it as like, okay, Fighter Z is like a really, really big in the competitive scene. It's popular mm-hmm. oh, for yeah, like that for, really... for that reason. Whereas mm-hmm. uh, Naruto is more story driven. Uh, there's more substance substance in in that aspect of it is what I'm hearing. Right. It doesn't have such. It doesn't have. Uh. It's not as cut as hard on like the fighting game or competitive fighting game scene where is most of the characters kind of play the same in a way. There's such a big area to move around and all the movements are very close to the same as like one character from another. You have your different special moves, but uh, in Fighter Z, there's way more variety in uh, characters and you know styles that you can play as. You have your classic three v three. Um. I think actually the Ultimate Ninja Storm is the same way as well. You pick three versus three to play as, unless I'm misremembering. All right, so that's, that list should read, Tyler. Yeah, that's moving up to four. We got Dragon Ball Fighters at five. And Ultimate we got Storm a... four all the way up the list. <laughs> okay, well, we'll figure it out as we go. <laughs> yeah, we, we can move stuff around. All right, yeah, so gotta... uh, let's go. let's jump into some ones that maybe aren't going to make the cut. Uh, Jump Force. No. Nope. Why did Jump Force fall short? It's just, I think the hype behind it, like I wanted it to be so much more than it was. 
it's just everything looks so everything just looks like it's wet like everything in the game just looks <laughs> like it's too shiny and it's too and i like shiny don't get me wrong but every, it just the animations are weird the characters are stiff um i do love the kit one the character creation is great i love how you can take moves from any of your favorite shonen jump characters and put them into your own like custom character or play as a bunch of those characters themselves online or in the actual game um but i think some of the mechanics were just very clunky mm-hmm. there wasn't uh there was a pretty decent competitive behind it for a while but it didn't really it kind of it was certain characters had super armor when it was like oh okay this is you know doing this combo it's like how does that make sense it didn't certain characters seemed balanced but other ones didn't really i mean i think i probably have a bias towards it just because i kept getting stomped online like i do with every game i try to play <laughs> or fighting game i should say but it was a fun experience Dude, you're definitely right about that. There was um, I saw I saw a lot of videos about these super combos that you could just cancel into and do just certain inputs in. As long as you got the first part of the combo in, they was match over. Like they, they mm-hmm. the the point couldn't recover, so it was kind of broken that way. And uh, it, it, I can agree aesthetically, it was just weird aesthetically. You know, you want to see your anime characters, but you don't want to see them in like this art style that just it's so different than what you're used to seeing them. Yeah, and I get the premise of the game. It was like, oh, it's what if the real world was getting attacked by all the bad guys from all those manga that you read in the United States, and then the worlds came together through some big dimensional rift, and now Goku's in New York City with Frieza, and they look real. <laughs> but it's like, it, it looks like one of those little like action figures your little cousin buys and then sucks on it for an hour and like puts it down. It's just all sweaty and wet. Harsh words. All right, so next game. Is this going to make the list? And I, this is going to be interesting to hear from Anthony. Seven Deadly Sins Grand Cross, the mobile game. Is this a I, top five anime game? I think it's in its own It's in its own category. For me, I, I love it, and it's an anime game technically, which I did hear rumors that the Demon Slayer game is going to be a mobile game that was announced. So we can see how that flies. So are you going to fight for it on the top five or no? No, I think other games deserve the spots over the mobile game because it, it's it, it mobile games are a whole whole other beast. Would okay. you consider it one of the worst um, worst anime games? I wouldn't say worst because it's pretty <laughs> nah. good for a phone game. As much as Anthony's plays that, he's been playing that thing for months. I don't think mm-hmm. he'd, he'd be playing it that long if it didn't have any redeeming factors. He, um, he's an actual mobile game still, but it so, is pretty good. See. So, Kenny, your favorite anime, as we all know, is My Hero Academia, right? Yep. You're going to make a case for either My Hero Academia 1's Justice 1 or 2 in the top five? If I'm going to put one of them in the top five, it would be part two. I feel as though part two greatly improved in all of the aspects that one fell short. It still falls short in some in some regards, but it did improve. You know, it gave the it gave good individuality to the characters, and um, that, that you lacked in part one. Um, I don't own it, but I played it. I played it a good amount, but it's it's definitely one that I would argue maybe rounding out top five. So okay. I, I would put for now at five. So it would so you know I would push up fighters at four, two at three now and my hero one justice two at five 
Okay, Anthony, anything to say about that? Yes, because you you could dress up your characters in funny little outfits if you played, and you could level them up in a certain mode. And you guys know how much I love leveling up. But yes, so, I would I would I have to agree. I do think that uh, I mean it did it wasn't when I first got it. I liked it a lot. It just didn't have enough sticking power for me when it first released to like be the game. I was like, oh, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play. I played through a bunch of the story, and I played a couple matches here and there, and then I just kind of like nothing really brought me back to it but it was if you are a fan of my hero academia it's probably the go-to i think one of the only sources we have to play anything my hero academia related right now aside from mm-hmm. deku and all might and jump, jump force okay well i'm a little surprised that it's going to make the cut but we'll see if it stays there um now we're going to mention we're going to go we're going to get a twofer here this is a twofer so both Yu-Gi-Oh games on the list. Ooh, one of them is what's it, what's the PS one one Anthony? Okay, Forbidden Memories for PS one, um, and Duelist of the Roses for PS two. Which one of these is superior, and does it belong in the top five? Forbidden Memories is definitely. Uh, I, I want that to be up there in the five, and Duelist of the Roses I want to be down, stinky pile. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I regret my mother buying me Duelist of the Roses. I was so excited for it, too. I think that was the biggest disappointment. But then again, I also can say the same thing about Forbidden Memories because that game came out before Yu-Gi-Oh! as a card game had a rule set. It was based all on the manga at that point. We (laughs) were just getting the anime as well that was just transitioning into the card game because the whole original manga, Yu-Gi-Oh! King of Games was based on this little high school boy who gets possessed by this ancient Egyptian spirit who is the king of games. And he goes around challenging these, you know, like, I don't know, your, your classic, uh, I don't know, gambit of bad guys, like a, a potential a sexual harasser who comes to school to pre on little girls, a guy who robs a burger joint and tries to shoot everybody, a bully who steals their money, a guy who's too obsessed with his little virtual pet monster. Okay, so you, you're referring to the, I'm sorry, I spaced out for a second, the PS1 or the PS2 one? This PS one. Okay, and you're saying and you're saying it's a really good game. I've heard you talk about this in the past. Um, is it something that uh, Kenny that you have experience with as well? Oh yeah, I got full better memories when I was on the PS one. You know, I got my what was it, the Metal Zoa? Yeah, the card from it. Sealed. Yep. Oh yeah, and it it's also like it's a, it's a good game if you know what you're doing. It's I saw it came kind of back into my feed or like into my attention when I saw a bunch of people in uh, online that were doing speedruns of it, which I was like, there's no way you can like, how do you speedrun this game? And it was basically the ones I watched. They would go grind a certain guy for a certain card or a certain number of cards uh, in the game and then just kind of blast through the main story part because the whole niche of the game, which I never understood when I was little either. So technically I, I didn't get too far in the game. I just loved playing it was you get an option you're presented with at the beginning of the game where it says, hey, do you want to sit and listen or do you want to run away? And, you know, as a little, you know, when I was younger, I was like, oh, I'll be good. I want to sit and listen. If you do that, you get locked out of half of the game. You can't go and grind for cards. You can't go uh, save your game at all. You can't go around uh, getting any pretty much the stuff that you will need to play the game. It pretty much goes and warps you back to another point and you go through a tournament. And if you lose once, you game over and that's it. Well, that sounds yeah. very bad. It was that. very bad if you didn't know what you were doing. And this whole, like I was saying, it was based on like the manga card game, um, which didn't really have any rules. So you could just throw down like a Blue Eyes, a Gate Guardian. You could just throw down these crazy yep. monsters. 
and there's no consequences. Yeah, and then you're actually having to fuse like random types yeah. together, and it's like you can just fuse. I don't know what that goes together. Yeah, there, and there's there's types that aren't really types in the card games. There's like, oh, if you fuse, and they don't tell you this at all, which I think now is part of the fun for me. It's part of the mystery where it's like, if you fuse this female card with this bug card, you get like, a, it's a certain card you would get, and you don't have to put it in your deck, which is cool. If you fuse them, you just have the card. But it's just, it's, it's absolutely wild. I'd recommend anyone checking out or watching to go check out one of the speedruns of it or just look at some gameplay. And it's also been shown that someone who's used the game shark to look at the opponent's hand the game actively cheats so it will just swap cards like say if you play a regeki it was back when you could only play one magic card a turn and it would end your turn couldn't do anything else so you could do really good and then he could just like you could be playing your <laughs> opponent's turn and went over to him and he could just use a regeki like just swap out of his hand is this game available on anything besides ps1 uh it was on the store i think when the ps3 store was up but that's down now so I oh. think, but it's really cheap. I think I got it for like twenty bucks. Okay, so P Forbidden Memories, where is it? Where does it end up on the top five? <sighs> I want to say I'm putting that at five. Top five best. So no, put I'm gonna put that at four. At four, so better than My Hero Academia Wants Justice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> it's such a bad game. Kenny, what do you do? You object or do you accept? I object with the placement. Ooh, how so? I, I you know, it, it was great when I played it and everything. Just maybe, maybe it's just because it's dated. I don't, mm. I can't put it above my hero. But yeah. for now, I'll accept it. I'll accept it for now. I'll have a better argument than, than just my personal opinion right now. Well. When we yeah. when we finalize the list, you guys can make some last minute changes if you need to. That sounds yeah. good. I think I think once we get all of them up there, we can see and yeah, there'll, there'll definitely be some moving. I think. Okay, so next game to discuss: Dragon right. Ball Z Ultimate Battle Twenty Two on PS One. <laughs> Best game, top of the list, top anime game, best one, all time. Okay, but for real though, just kidding. That game has a 25 on Metacritic, and Anthony says it's absolutely terrible. It's awful. So it's, I want that. That's that's we'll, going. That's we'll, going to hell. We'll just move on from that one. All right, next one to discuss. Does it make the top five? One Piece Pirate Warriors Three. I played it on Steam. I don't know if anyone else did. Kenny, did you ever play this one? It was like the Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, like, I did. And I, I'm a. I'm a. You know, I'm a sucker for anything Dynasty Warriors. Like, I almost even wanted to put in Gundam one. Yeah, I was thinking list. the same thing. It's hard because they're so, it's really, the genres are all over the place. Like, I was, another thing when I was writing the list, it's mainly, like, a lot of them were fighting games because that's, you know, when you think of anime, it's fighting. Yep. As you guys were saying before. Mm -hmm. But it's, there's, yeah, there's the different ones, but they're so good. I mean, for me, Gundam was, like, I like G Gundam. And that was, like, my yeah. thing. With the G Gundam fighter, yep. that's oh, the one yeah. mm -hmm. with my boy Domo Kashu. Oh yeah, that's that's like anything G Gundam was like yeah. But anything else, yeah. I was like ah. Oh. Saw so a little bit of wing, and I, I'm gonna build fighters is great because it's toy anime. But um, so does this belong in the top five? Yeah, I would say for for an anime game that takes upon and it's like a spin-off of the dynasty warriors formula it does it really great and it's actually one of the more popular entries in a anime game 
Like, uh, Kenny, the... I'm gonna I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull the name of the show card here. I'm gonna level with you. Uh, let's <laughs> we, we we swap Forbidden Memories for Pirate Warriors Three. I could I could I could deal with that. I could deal okay. with that. I could deal? I could deal with I could deal with Forbidden Memories being a close, you know, just like six. It's honorable of the mention. Year. I th- yeah. I think more so now that I've had a little time to sit on my my butt about it. <laughs> It's a great. It is a fun game, and if you know what you're doing and you want to watch a speedrun, or if you want to speedrun that game, it'd be really sick. It's a very specific parameter. As it's a, a very it's a specific. Game. It's like, just man, I have this really now. weird fetish, and I only have this one avenue to satiate it. That's you know Yu-Gi-Oh Forbidden Memories. Okay, did not see that coming. So you're cutting out Forbidden Memories, keeping my hero at five, and you're replacing Yu-Gi-Oh with One Piece. One Piece. Yes. Pirate Memories 3. And this was re-released on the Switch in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know if that port's any good, but you can look it up. All right, so now they just let's... Just... New one too. Sorry to interrupt you, Wyatt. They just dropped a new one, Pirate Warriors 4, on the Switch. Yep. Things are about to get more interesting. Because the <laughs> next, next game I'm going to mention, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Mm. Oof. The game that Kenny proclaimed would end the stigma of anime games being not so great. Did it do that? In his eyes, maybe. In my eyes, it did. I, it was good. It was good. But then the DLC came out and it kind of put a sour sour note in my mouth. Well, you didn't like the DLC? I didn't actually didn't hear any of your impressions about the oh. DLC. Was it the Battle of I, Gods? Because I didn't play it. <laughs> I, I booted up the game. I saw the level requirement for like the minimum recommended level to be um, to fight to start my battle with Beerus, and I instantly got off the game. What what's the recommended level? Two hundred. Why you can go past what? <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. What are you grinding yeah. to get? The, how? When when I tell you I did the battle with Mira. Right, the secret mm-hmm. boss battle with Kira, and I was at level 105 when I did that <laughs> battle. 95 more levels, I was not grinding for. Did you? I could see it. Like maybe there's. I'd have to look into that, which kind of sours, like for me, like the magic of trying to mess with it. But remember, you know that the community board is. Wasn't there like a perk you could get if you leveled up enough? Like you could get a bunch of extra experience. Oh yeah, my community board is yeah. immaculate, and wow. it's still. I'm just interested in gaining 95 levels to fight Beerus. Holy, and there wasn't any, like, rare candy thing where you could just take to, like, level up? Not that I know of. That's wild. Holy crap. I didn't even know the level cap went that high. I right, let's talk about the base game, guys. What do you guys <laughs> think of the base? Like, is it a good game? Is it? Does it belong in the top five? Was it a disappointment? That's was it a success? Was there re, refresh my memory, Kenny? Was there multiplayer or was it just straight up single player game? Straight up single player. Um, the game was a good game. I would admit, I did, mm. I enjoyed it. It did. It did. The visuals really looked nice and key story moments, which is what you look for. Mm-hmm. And it did. It present some decent filler content that like backstory and just side content side story that you didn't see in the anime. Mm-hmm. Um will it round up the top five? No. I think really? as much as you're breaking up a little Kenny. Uh, here Ooh, we are. You're, you're cutting out, man. Oh, sorry about that. There was about a gust of wind happening. Can I, do you guys hear me better? 
Yep. Yeah, yep. now I can. Um, so as I was saying, as much as I like the game, it, it, right now we don't have a full five, so I would slip it in at number five, right, at, at the moment. Um, maybe nobody else top, bumps it out of the top five, but is it better than the other than the other games we have in the top five, in the other four? No. Huh, I'm I surprised you're so. not putting it over um, My Hero 1's Justice 2, but I haven't played them. This you is know, so... I just, I think, I think the My Hero One Justice Two was just, you know, it, it, the the fact that they even took like side characters like the engineer and gave her a set and made her unique. Um, I think that sets it apart. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, even looking at it now, I would. It just the only thing is too. I don't want to like have two Dragon Ball games on the top. I kind of want to give room to other games as well, but that also <laughs> makes. That also makes me question. Nonsense. It's like I like fighters. I like fighters a lot. I like fighters a lot, but it just didn't have like I. Sp I've spent way more time with Kakarot, but I like fighters, not online. It's more, but I liked it's the gameplay and the fighting style to it, plus the look. Though the look of Kakarot was really good too. I think they did great in the visual department and all the cutscenes. Just recreating the story was really really good. I got to keep fighters on the list. Um... <laughs> Giving you guys a quick warning. My phone is at six percent. Oh shoot! Okay. All right. Well, we'll start speeding things up a little. Right. <laughs> um, I want to mention some games, and then you can just tell me: do they belong on the list? Uh, we don't have to go in in depth as we did necessarily before. So, a couple uh, ones right here: Sh uh, Shaman King Legacy of the Spirits, Spirit Sprinting Wolf, and Soaring Hawk for the Game Boy Advance. Terrible fucking garbage. It's like if you want to play uh, Pokemon, <laughs> but you, you want to have no uh, variety to the monsters you can catch, and there's no animation. Okay. Awful. All right, so maybe that's going to make the, the bottom tier. Is it worse um, than Jump Force? How about the Little Witch Academia Chamber of Time? It's, I'm going to have to go bottom. That was a big okay. disappointment, and I even got it on sale. Okay. <laughs> Visually, um, fantastic. Gameplay. Mm -mm. Super Dragon Ball Heroes for the Switch. I don't think that would. Mm. No, not not top five. It's that's an honorable. I, I want to keep that like in the middle. That's mid tier for me. Like okay. it's a great game based off a great franchise, and it's a card game. The double whammy for me, but I don't think it's I don't think it's top five. Okay, kill a kill if. <sighs> If it had more characters. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's a common complaint that I've seen looking about uh, things about it is that it just didn't deliver as far as the roster is concerned. Pretty solid gameplay. And the modes, I, I have to say as well. Like, it's fun for what it is, especially since the price you got at Wiley, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. was an idiot. I bought it the day it released because I... For 60 like, bucks. For, yeah, for like 60 <laughs> bucks. Oh my gosh. But like, yeah, there's, wow. there's a figure viewer mode and it's there's online, there's uh, story mode and then like a versus. Mm -hmm. There's just not enough content for that. Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, any input on any of those games mentioned thus far, Kenny? Um, no, I agree. I agree with Ant so far. Okay, uh, so we're getting close to the end here. There is the most recently released fairy tale game. Based on the impressions you gave earlier, I don't think it's going to be making the top five. No, sadly. No. Okay, maybe it'll turn around. Maybe it'll. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we can talk to next week, and I'll be like, guys, this game's amazing. Look at all his boobs. <laughs> that's, a, no, that's what it is. 
that is what it's heading up to. I'm pretty sure the training camp that I was talking about earlier, because right when you open up the game box, it's just Urza in her bikini, and then <laughs> the other side is just Lucy in her bikini, and the other girls all in their bikinis, and they okay. said the training camp's going to be at the beach. Nice. Well, we'll have to stay tuned for next week. Um, Inuyasha, a feudal fairy tale. It doesn't Never crack the it. top five, but I love that game. It's easier for me. Was okay. that the fighting game one, Kenny? Yep, that was a that was the fighting game one. So that was like the Dragon Ball Z Budokai of Inuyasha for PS2. No, that one was on PS1 actually. That was like a you know Street Fighter esque um, Inuyasha fighting game. Oh, okay. So it had sprite artwork. Oh yeah, yeah. Nope, I do remember what you're talking about. Okay, so Kenny says he loves the game but doesn't quite crack the top five. Anthony hasn't played it, so I think we can let it go. Um, and let's see, J Stars Victory versus. Okay, we'll remove that one. I love you guys. I'm on one percent. You guys are gonna lose me any second now. Okay, Kenny. As this looks now, can you can you deal with Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Four? Dragon Ball Fighters, One Piece, Pirate Memories Three, My Hero Academia, One Justice Two, DBZ Kakarot. Yeah, I, I, I just, I can live with that. Okay. <laughs> if there are any changes that need to be done, we'll do them. But that's likely what it's going to be. But anyway, maybe the order, maybe the order, because I don't know if I agree with Naruto being one. Oh. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's a number one. What's that. number one? It's it, see that's hard because it's such there's such a wide there's such a wide variety of games and it really depends on what mood you're in to play. You want to play a fighting game? Do you want to play an action adventure game? Well, sure. I well, mean, in, in your opinion, list. Anthony. Yeah. In your opinion, play what's what? number one? In my opinion, okay, that's right. That's not beating around the bush. In my opinion, I would probably have to go out of those. I want to say my number one would probably be. <laughs> uh... Kakarot. I'm gonna say it. Wow. wow. From five to what? one. Well, now we need Kenny back on the line. I- I'm still here. I'm still here. And uh, shock. That's that's a bit. They took me off guard. Um. You guys got to come to consensus. I can respect it, but I'm a little soured because of the DLC. Um... Yeah. No. That that that's fair. That's very fair. Okay, so what if we put Kakarot at number two and kept Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 at number one? Uh, does that make you feel any better, Anthony, or no? We could do, uh, you know what, I think it'd be better probably to put uh, Kakarot at three. Okay. So Kakarot three, My Hero four, and One Piece at five. How's that sound? I could go with it. Yeah, it's settled. We did it before Kenny's phone died. I'm so proud Ooh. of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that was fun. We come up with the top five best anime games of all time, according to the level with you. And just so there's some stipulation here, this has to be an anime before it was a game. Therefore, Persona, Pokemon, and what's another one? Anything else that could kind of be. Uh... Uh... Fire Emblem, Fire. Yeah, any like anime aesthetic, like Fire mm-hmm. Emblem or Shimigami Tensei. Yeah, like they look like anime, but they're not the quote-unquote games that we were looking for. 
maybe in the episode description we'll say that so people aren't like, but what about Persona? Yeah, exactly. Like when, like what? I said before, this list is subjective. This is just our opinions. What about, of course, what about of Digimon? Course, it's just a, a fun little level with you list, and it's really just Anthony and, and Kenny's list, but mm-hmm. it shall be written in stone and put on a level with you plaque somewhere in our future headquarters. If anybody at home uh, disagrees, let us know. Yeah, definitely let us know. And Anthony, I think you're going to be the one in charge of coming up with the five worst before we uh, tell each other our favorite burgers and sign off for the night. That sounds good to me. All right, top five worst. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go number one, Dragon Ball Ultimate Battle 22. Uh, number two, Rave Master. You got to be. Let, let Tyler type them. Sorry. <laughs> so number two is is what for GameCube? Rave Master. Rave Master. What a pile of garbage that was. Oh, it's a, it's a bad. <laughs> that was like one of the first G4 like X-Play reviews I saw. It. I was like, oh, I would play Rave Master. I had a cartoon network that's heavily censored. <laughs> okay, number three. Um, burger. Uh, where, where's the bad ones? Oh, there they are. Okay, they're down there. Uh, Duel I want to go. Roses. Yeah, Duels the Roses. Wow, that one percent is really stretching out, huh? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Kenny was out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and Shaman we only, King. We only need one more if you want to keep Jump Force on there, just to stick it to him. Uh, or you can move Jump, jump Force up little, if you want. Little Witch Academia. Little Witch Academia. Okay. All right, my favorite burger, um, it can change depending on my mood. So I'm just going to say my current mood. I'd go for a nice sauteed mushroom and onion and mayo and mustard burger. Oh, my God, that sounds so fucking good. Some cheddar or maybe a nice Gouda mm. cheese. Ooh. Damn, Medium rare. Medium rare. Nice. Got to be. My go-to oh, is uh, the Burn and Love burger from Red Robin. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, with the spicy sauce and the jalapeno, the, like the fried jalapenos on it. And then they put put a big whole jalap- like grilled jalapeno on top. And let's eat that so stuff sounds, right up. That sounds pretty Kenny, good. Kenny, before you die, give us your fave. I would have to go with the ghost pepper burger they had at Red Robin for a time. Ooh. I got some Red Robin fans. I didn't even know oh, this was a thing. I love Red They're Robin. Good. They make good burgers. They're good, yeah. but are they are they as good as like Five Guys? Ooh, uh, right. That's, I didn't even yeah. know about that. They're pretty good. They're comparable. I only had Five Guys one time. Okay. Oh, one time. I got a we gift have, card. We on a date. My sister, so I got a. Nice. There you go. When you taking a trip us? Once all the shit blows over. Yeah, once all this shit blows over, it's starting to sound like when the cows fly over the moon. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Once uh, I don't see and see you guys in like five years. All right. Well, that was a fun episode. My, my favorite burger is the uh, East Hampton burger from Local Burger. Ooh. Okay. East Hampton. I think don't. I think you mean the West Hampton. Oh, West Hampton. West West Hampton burger. <laughs> yeah, that one's got the bacon, the ranch, and the barbecue sauce. Yes. Oh, it's so good. It it's, a little, ooh, it's the like the mayo mustard thing they give you. That sauce that you put in the sweet potato fries. Oh. Oh yeah, maple mayo. Yes. Nice. Um word well daily operation as far as local spots their their dry aged cheeseburger is excellent i gotta try it 
All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, whether you're watching or listening later on a podcast service. Thank you, Tyler, for the video overlays and the snazzy new look. Looks great. We will be back next week with a new topic of discussion as well as what we've been playing. All right, folks. Stay level. Bye. Be safe. Bye.